partners or global members. Happy New Month, our month of restoration. It happens to be the month of resurrection. Hallelujah. So whatever was dead, whatever was not functioning, by the power of his resurrection, those things will be brought back to life in Jesus' name. Jesus said emphatically that no man has ever made that statement or that statement in the Gospel of John. And most, most Christians, when they read the Bible and they see these statements, they take it lightly. I don't take these statements lightly. Praise the Lord. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. John chapter 11, verse 25. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believer thou this. There's no religious founder, religious leader, religious faith movement that this claim has been made. No, except in Christianity. The only person who ever, whoever, the only person who ever made this statement is our Lord Jesus Christ. That I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I pray over you right now that whatever was dead in your life is back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever was dead in your body is back to life in Jesus' precious name. Whatever was dead in your spiritual life is back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever was dead concerning your businesses, your career, your ministries, your calling, your destinies, is back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. So whatever was dead in your life, whatever was dead concerning your destiny, whatever the enemy killed in your life, killed in your destiny, by the resurrection power of Jesus Christ, I decree that part of your destiny to resurrect right now. Amen. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Oh, your amen is so weak. Your amen is so weak. Hallelujah. Amen. If you believe it, let your amen be loud. Amen. Say me, I believe, I believe that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life. I believe in him. I believe in the Lord my resurrection. He is my resurrection. He is my life. He is my resurrection and he is my life. 
whatever was dead in me is back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. Or say logically, whatever was dead in me is back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever was dead concerning my destiny, concerning my future, concerning my career, it is back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I am the resurrection and the life. Hold on to that word. Don't let it depart from your eyes or from your mouth. That at any point, at any place, you can invoke these words and see the glory of the Father manifested in that place. Jesus said it and he proved it. He died, buried, the third day he resurrected. Hallelujah. Death could not hold him captive. Hell could not hold him captive. The devil could not hold him captive. Therefore, by the power of his resurrection, no force of darkness can hold him captive. I said, by the power of his resurrection, no power of darkness can hold him captive. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is in our midst this month. Hallelujah. And he will do mighty things. Amen. This is the month of resurrection, so we are continuing our teachings on healing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Healing your daily bread, part two. Okay. Okay. Jesus is the bread of life. He was the one in Matthew chapter 6 verse 11. When he said, we should ask the Father that the Father would give us our daily bread. He was referring to himself. He is the daily bread every man needs in his life. He is the daily bread. He is the bread of life. He is the bread of healing. And he said in John chapter 6 verse 35, I am the bread of life. Anyone that eateth me shall never hunger or thirst. Hallelujah. And he is the word of God. He has given us this bread of life in the form of his word. Every time you are feasting on the word, you are eating the bread of life. Praise the Lord. Say to me, every time I am feasting on the word, I am eating the bread of life. Every time I am feasting on the word of God, I am eating the bread of life, which is the bread of healing, providing healing to every fiber of my being. Make no mistake, let no man talk you out of the healing that is in the scriptures. Let no man talk you out of the healing that is in the word of God. There are so many today that will call those who are preaching healing force miracle workers. They will call them all kinds of names. They will tell that God doesn't heal anymore. They will tell that healing is fake. There's nothing like healing. In fact, 
Every man can say healing is fake except the four sick. <laughs> except the four what? The four sick. Except the four sick. There are so many that are in hospitals today. They will sell everything they have to get out of that hospital bed. Many rich folks are sick and dying. As I'm talking to you now, some of, some of them are about to take their last breath. That if somebody could just say, listen, give me everything you own out and I will provide you instant healing. They will give it. A man will give everything for his heart. A man will pay any price for his heart. A man will sell anything for his healing. Yet in scriptures, the Lord has provided healing for us. And the same people that will sell anything to get healed. When you are preaching to them about healing, they will be there commenting that you are fake. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are so many billionaires, billionaires today. They will give anything to walk out of hospital beds. They will give anything for the pains in their bodies to leave. They will give anything for the torture in their minds to go. Yeah, they don't need to give anything. They just need to believe this book called the Bible. They just need to believe this book, eat this book, feed on the content of this book, and let the healing power search through their bodies. Hallelujah. So to us believers, the Lord provided this mystery for us. So that every day, as you are feeding on scriptures, eating the bread of life, healing is being manifested in your body. And that is what the Lord wants us to do. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to draw your attention to a passage in Exodus chapter 14. Where the Lord said, For I am the Lord that healed thee. He said, I will not put the sicknesses, the diseases that are put on the Jesus on you. But the interesting thing, as I was meditating on that verse, let's go to Exodus chapter 15. Something struck my mind. They just came out of Egypt. In Exodus chapter 15, they began to sing songs like, The Lord is my strength and my song, my song and my song. He has become my salvation he has become my salvation the lord is my strength and my song my song and my song in that Exodus chapter 15, they sang this song. In that same Exodus chapter 15, they sang a song. Who is my unto thee? Oh Lord, who is like unto thee? Oh Lord, among the gods, among the gods, who is like thee? You are glorious in holiness, fearful in praises. Do ye wonders, hallelujah. That is Exodus, the first one is Exodus 15 verse 
2 and Exodus 15 verse 11. Now, right after they sang these praises, right after they, they poured their heart onto God, they worshiped God, they thanked God for deliverance, and they spoke about how God overthrew Pharaoh and his armies in the Red Sea. Then we are told that they became thirsty. They became what? Inside that same Exodus chapter 15. Please pay attention because we are going to see the mysteries in this book called the Bible. And why it is important for you to take these scriptures, meditate on them, feed on them until they are part of you. Praise the Lord. So you see that verse, Exodus chapter 15 verse 22 going, the people began to complain. They said, there's no water for us to drink. Hallelujah. Especially verse 23. And when they came to Mara, they could not drink of the waters of Mara, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Mara. And the people complained against Moses, saying, what shall we drink? After Pharaoh, all his powers, all his armies were devastated, completely destroyed. The first challenge the children of Israel encountered, or their first test was the first test was to drink. They needed to drink. They needed to do what? They needed to drink. They needed to drink. And they met, they, 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 they came to the waters of Mara. They couldn't drink the waters because it was bitter. It was what? It was bitter. Please pay attention. Hallelujah. Verse 25. And he cried unto the Lord. That is Moses. Moses cried unto the Lord. And the Lord showed him a tree. The Lord showed him a what? A tree. Does, does that ring something in your ears? Remember 1 Peter 2, 24. That Jesus was crucified on a tree. We, we use the word cross. But the actual word is a tree. He died on a tree. Jesus died on a tree. So in the wilderness... Jesus appeared to them. God showed them a tree. God showed them a what? A tree. Showed Moses a tree. Praise the Lord. And which when he has cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Hallelujah. Jesus is that tree. He is the tree of life. And today, Every bitter waters in your life is made sweet right now. Amen. I said every bitter waters of your destiny is made sweet right now. Amen. Every bitter area of your life is made sweet right now. Amen. Every bitter area of your life is made sweet right now. Amen. Every bitter area of your life be it financial, be it marital, be it in your mind, in your body, be it in your business, in your career, it is mercy by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. It is mercy by the authority of God's word. It is mercy in Jesus' name. It is mercy in Jesus' name. Every bitterness of your life is mercy right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Say to me, Father, I believe that. Father, I believe that every bitterness of my life is made sweet in the name of Jesus Christ. 
is made sweet in the name of Jesus Christ. Every bitterness of my life is made sweet right now. By the authority of God's word, I believe it and it is done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They saw the waters, but the waters were bitter. Just like people be looking at you, they don't know what is going on. They think everything is okay. They don't know there's a, a, some areas of your life that is bitter. Everyone in this ministry, everyone connected to this ministry, I decree the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Any bitterness of your life is made sweet by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Any area of your life that is bitter, that area is turned to sweetness in Jesus' name. Amen. That area is turned to sweetness in Jesus' name. Amen. That area is turned to sweetness in Jesus' name. Amen. No more bitterness in your life. Hallelujah. The waters were bitter. Nobody could drink it. There are destinies that are bitter destinies. There are destinies that are what? Bitter destinies. Peter. No sweetness whatsoever. No sweetness whatsoever. But this morning, as you partake of that tree, whose name is Jesus Christ, as you partake of his flesh, as you partake of his blood, every bitterness of your destiny will instantly be made sweet in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's a prophetic word for you. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Jesus. So, the tree was cast into the waters. The waters were made sweet. Then he made for them a status and an ordinance. And then he proved them. And said, if that would diligently happen to the voice of the Lord thy God. And would do that which is right in their sight. And will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healed thee. Hallelujah. Now, the people needed to drink water. And the waters were bitter. And then they saw God showed Moses a tree. And Moses cast the tree into the waters. Then God is telling them that if they will obey him, he will not put the diseases of the Egyptians upon them. You see, if in the Old Testament, they were not permitted to be partakers of the diseases of the world then, how do you expect that in the new covenant, you must be a partaker of the sicknesses and diseases in the world? Hallelujah. It is not so. It is not what? It is not so. It is not so. I want you to listen carefully. The Lord said he will not put the sicknesses, the diseases of the Jesus upon them. And these were men under a 40 covenant. These were men under a covenant that was not good. Men under a covenant that the Lord himself found fault with it. How much more those of us 
in the new covenant, a covenant ratified by the blood of Jesus Christ, everlasting covenant, a covenant that can never be broken. Egypt was a top of the world. Egypt was what? A top of the world. So meaning that every sickness in this world is not permitted in your body. Hallelujah. Say me, every sickness in this world. Oh, say loud and clear. Every sickness in this world is not permitted in my body. I am under the powerful blood covenant of Jesus Christ. Every sickness in this world, whether known or unknown, is not permitted in my body, cannot manifest in my life, cannot manifest in my household, cannot manifest in any area of my life. Because I am under the powerful blood covenant of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Let your amen be loud. Let your amen be loud. Let your amen be loud. He said, I will put none of the diseases that are put on the Jesus on you. You see, Egypt was the top of this world. They were the superpowers of this world. They were the American of their days. And the Lord said, every sickness, every disease that came upon the Jesus, none of those diseases will come upon you. If men that were spiritually dead were exempted from sickness and diseases, how much more you and I, who are spiritually alive under the blood covenant of Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. No, whether coronavirus, whatever the name of that sickness is, it is not permitted in your body, in your family, in your household. They are not permitted at all, period. Let men argue about that. That is their own assignment. That's their own duty. But as a covenant child, a man under authority, a man under the unction of the Holy Ghost, you are not permitted to be sick. Hallelujah. You are not permitted to be what? To be sick. Believe me, we are going to witness more dangerous pestilence than coronavirus. More are coming. More are what? More are coming. That is the reason why we need to rise up and manifest the healing anointing in our lives on a daily basis. So that whatever sickness, whether new or old, yet to be manufactured, already manufactured by the forces of darkness, they cannot operate in our lives. They cannot come upon us. Hallelujah. The Lord said here to men that were spiritually dead, He will not put, He will not permit, He will not permit the sicknesses of the Jesus upon them. How much more us? Hallelujah. So say this with me. The Lord Jesus Christ will not permit the sicknesses of this world in any area of my life. Or say that the Lord Jesus Christ will not permit, he will never permit any sickness, any disease of this world in my life. Period. I believe it and God has confirmed it. It is certain forever. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Please begin to make these bold declarations. Begin to make statements of this nature. And keep making it. And keep saying it. Because God will only confirm what you say. And you will only have what you say. If you cannot boldly declare 
that the sicknesses out there cannot manifest in your body. Believe me, it will soon come knocking at your door. It will soon come. Praise the Lord. The reason why many Christians died during coronavirus was that they, they, were only, they started talking about healing when coronavirus manifested. It was too late. They didn't have enough faith to withstand it. They needed to have been exercising their faith. They needed to, to have been charging against sickness and diseases whilst nothing was happening. They needed to have built the defenses of their faith before the virus struck. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Jesus, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Jesus was the tree that was cast into the water. And they drank the water. The water became sweet and they drank the water. In John chapter 6, verse 35, look at what Jesus said. I am the bread of life. Anyone that comes to me shall never hunger and shall never test. You see the word test? Uh -huh. So here, when they were testing for water, Jesus manifested himself that the waters became what? Sweet. Praise the Lord. Now, to further confirm this, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. A confirmation of what I just told you right now. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 10. Are you there? I'm going to be fast. We have a lot to cover. Moreover, brethren, I will not have ye. I will not that ye should be ignorant. How that all our fathers were under the cloud. And all passed through the sea. All passed through what? the sea, as soon as they pass through the sea, they encounter the healing power of Jesus Christ. The waters were healed and the Lord said he would not put the sickness and diseases upon them. Hallelujah. Your own waters are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. I say your own waters are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Your own waters are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Your destiny is healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Your life is healed in Jesus' name. Your finances are healed in Jesus' name. Your mind is healed in Jesus' name. Your soul is healed in Jesus' name. Your body is healed in Jesus' name. Amen. If you believe it, say I receive it. If you believe it, say I receive it. It is mine in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. How that all our fathers were under the clouds and all passed through the sea. And were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And did all eat the same spiritual meat. The same spiritual what? Meat. And did all drink the same spiritual drink. Oh. Man that a covenant that the Lord himself said it was a 40 covenant. We are being told that what they ate those days was spiritual meat. What they ate those days, what they drank was spiritual drink. They did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Hallelujah. That rock was who? Was Christ. 
It was a picture of Christ. It was a picture of Christ. So if they that were spiritually dead experience spiritual drinks, experience spiritual meat, how much more you and I? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Go back to, let's go to John chapter 6. We'll come to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Go to John chapter 6. Look at the words of Jesus Christ. Look at the words of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. You know, verse 35, he told them that I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth in me shall never what test. All right. Look at verse 51. Verse 51. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. The living one, the living bread. That is the bread of healing. If any man eat out of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. You see that? So Jesus now told them, you see, the old covenant being a picture of the rent of the new covenant, Paul is saying that they all ate spiritual meat. They drank spiritual drinks. You see that? Here, Jesus is telling them that he eats that spiritual meat. Because if you continue... He said, uh, verse 55, My flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. So there are some key things. If you want to understand certain things in the, in the New Testament, go to the Old Testament and see how it was done. It will give a clear picture. It will give a clear picture. Paul by the Holy Ghost in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 that these people, they kept drinking spiritual drinks. They kept eating spiritual meat. That is what they were super healthy. That is what their bodies were strong. That is what their bodies were iron and brass. No sickness among them. No weakness of the body. No weakness of the soul. They were strong in their bodies. Hallelujah. They were strong in their bodies. They were strong in their bodies. Imagine if people were spiritually dead, how much more? Who are under the glory? Hallelujah. Those of us under the glory cloud. Those of us under the glory cloud. None of us is permitted to be sick. Hallelujah. Every day as you partake of his glory, you are partaking of the healing power of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, when the, Jesus was the one that was cast into the waters, the waters became sweet. He was that water that they drank. He was the spiritual drinks that they were drinking in the wilderness for 40 years. Amen? They were what? He was the spiritual drink they were drinking for 40 years. He was the spiritual meat they ate for 40 years. And none was sick among them. None was sick among them. Hallelujah. Amen. None of you will be sick in Jesus' name. Amen. I said, none of you will be sick in Jesus' name. Amen. No sickness can locate you. No sickness can survive in your body. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Alright. 
Go with me to Mark chapter 7. Let me, let's look at this wonderful, powerful statement that Jesus made, which some would have called it an insult, but you just need to be spiritual to understand what Jesus was saying. Mark chapter 7. Open your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 7. Hallelujah. Verse 25 for him. For a certain woman whose young daughter had, had an unclean spirit, heard of him and came and fell at his feet. That is, he fell at the feet of Jesus. The woman was a Greek, Syphrenician woman, Syphrenician by nation. And she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. Verse 27. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled. For it is no meat to take the children's bread and cast it onto dogs. <laughs> that was a hard statement. That was a what? A hard statement. Imagine nowadays we would have used the R word on Jesus. She wasn't of a Jewish descent. Did you see that? She was of what? Greek. Then that time the gospel has not crossed over to the Gentiles. The gospel was always was you know limited to the Jewish people. Healing and deliverance was limited to them. Now this woman needed Jesus to heal her daughter of evil spirits, to cast the evil spirit out. Did you notice that Jesus called healing here children's bread? Hallelujah. Healing is called what? Children's bread. Children's bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Children's bread. Hallelujah. Children's bread. So that means that you come to a point as a, you see, children, children, you know, in the kingdom we have three categories. We have children, young men, and the fathers. Is that not it? Children are the ones who fall sick. So that is why the Lord provided children's bread, bread for them, bony bread. So every day we are having children coming to the kingdom, they are receiving what? Daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know how the woman answered Jesus? She said something that was so profound. Verse 28, and she answered and said unto him, Yea, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. Meaning that we believers, we must manifest healing to the point that unbelievers who are dogs will come and be eating the crumbs of our healings. Do you understand that? This is a hard statement, but that's the truth. That's what Jesus meant. We are the believers. Healing is our bread. Healing is what? Is our daily bread. We must be filled with so much healing bread to the point that the ones that fall from the cross, the cross that fall down, don't believe us to come and partake it with gladness of heart. <laughs> with gladness of what? Gladness of heart. They will partake it with joy. They will receive it with joy. That means that as a believer, you must overflow with healing. You are a mobile healing clinic. Amen. You are a mobile what? Healing clinic. Say so me, as a believer, I am a mobile healing clinic. 
wherever I find myself, healing flows through me. Hallelujah. As a Christian, I'm a healing mobile clinic. Hallelujah. Wherever I find myself, healing flows through me for unbelievers to partake of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, the woman said, yet dogs, yet dogs, who are the dogs? The dogs are the unbelievers. The ones that have rejected Jesus as their Lord and Savior. The ones that have not made Jesus that they are the dogs. And they ought to be eating of the crumbs of our healings. And yet, so many of us are still sick. When will the crumbs fall for them to partake? Did you see that? So you teach this and people are sitting down there saying that uh, God doesn't heal. Who told you God doesn't heal? Healing is still part of what is going on in the body of Christ today. It is still God's agenda. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, every believer, it is God's will for every believer to be so much full of the healing anointing that he will overflow that healing anointing to his neighborhood. Praise the Lord. That wherever he finds himself, all the men and women around him, they will just be healed. I'll share, I'll share a testimony. When I became born again, you know, one of my colleagues, when we were all in the Ghana police service, five sick, I didn't know a Muslim, he went for treatment somewhere to this Jamalams and they did everything, he couldn't get healed. The guy, he was a skinny guy, but when I saw him, I knew that this guy was going to, he was almost at the point of giving up. And then I remember when I became born again, we were arguing about scriptures. You know, I didn't have much knowledge, you know, no wisdom. So anybody who wanted to talk, it, if he said anything against Jesus, we were in trouble in my presence, I will argue. So we argued, we were talking about the power of God, I challenged him to his face. I said, there is no power except God, except Jesus Christ. And I said, I am full of that power. If you mess around me, I will deal with you. So when he first sick, that conversation played back to him, play, came back, that thing played in his mind. So I was the one they brought him. They said, you don't know what else to do. Be to hospital. I said, ah. I said, you can't come here and be sick. Oh, in my room, you cannot come here and be sick. I said, go and lie on my bed. And I was going for night duties. I said, I'm going to work. By the time I come back, you'll be well. Just said one simple prayer and left. As soon as he hit my bed, he went to sleep. He slept 12 hours straight. Woke up the following morning, perfectly sound. Healed completely. No symptom, nothing absolutely. He woke up from that hospital bed, believed that indeed the God that I serve is the true living God. After he has visited his manners, they failed him hopefully. He came to the man of God for healing. Hallelujah. What he partook was the crumbs. What he partook was what? Was the crumbs that fell down. I was in the room with him. I left him there. I said, by the time you wake up, you are going to be perfectly well. And it was so according to God's word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So healing is children's bread. Healing is what? Children's bread. And the Lord has provided us this bread, which is his word. Praise the Lord. He has provided us the bread, which is his word, which is his word. 
Praise the Lord. Because in Psalm 107 verse 20, Psalm 107 verse 20, we are told that the Lord sent his word and the word healed them and delivered them from their distractions. Praise the Lord. So, the word is the meat Jesus was referring to. The word is the drink. Praise the Lord. Now, there are two there are two dimensions of God's word. God's word is water. First of all, God's word is milk. God's word is honey. God's word is meat and strong meat. You can find all of that in scriptures. So if you go to Isaiah, the prophecy concerning Jesus, he said honey and butter will he eat. That is talking about the word of God so that he will know to refuse evil. So there are dimensions of God's word. You will begin with milk, they'll stay with milk. Water is the washing. Water is the washing. The first time you became born again, you were washed by the water of God's word. Then you start drinking the milk because you are a baby. For milk, they start giving you meat. Meat to strong meat. The way you enter to strong, after you pass from it, you enter to honey level. The dimension that Jesus walked in. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's what Jesus said. My flesh is meat indeed. And my blood is drink indeed. And then Jesus also summarized his word by instituting the communion for us. Hallelujah. By doing what? By, 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 you know, unveiling to us the mysteries in the communion. That's what he did. Remember one time when I was teaching on the communion at the Lord's table, I told you that it is it is the summary of the gospel. <laughs> the table is what? It's a summary of the gospel. If you want to summarize the gospel, the blood and the flesh of Jesus Christ is the summary of the gospel. So, so when you partake of the blood of Jesus, you are partaking of that spiritual drink. A different dimension, a greater one than the one that they partook in the Old Testament. When you partake of the flesh of Jesus, you are partaking of the spiritual meat, a greater one, better one, than the one they partook in the wilderness. They all drank that spiritual drink. They ate that spiritual meat. They were not sick. Imagine you having the real meat, having the real drink. Are you the one to be going to hospital for every day, Doctors are calling you. We just discovered this drug. Come, let's test it on you. <laughs> if it will work. You are, no, you are no different from a mouse. They will, they will test the mouse and test at the same time to see your reactions. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. I said that will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. That will not, no, they will not use it for any experiment. Amen. They will not use it for science experiment. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know, some people are sick to the point that they actually will allow that. They have no choice. They have no choice. So any, anything that they, any medicine that comes out, they will test it on them. Because they are at the point that they don't know what else to do. If only they will just take the word of God and start eating it raw. Chewing it day and night. Three times a day, four times a day, five times a day. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Healing is children's bread. Healing is what? Children's bread. Healing is children's bread. Alright. Let's go to First Peter. And then we'll run up. First Peter chapter 2. First Peter chapter 2. Praise the Lord. I love, I love this part of First Peter chapter 2. Verse 21. For even here unto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. Verse 22. Who did no sin, neither was God found in his mouth, who when he was revived, revived, revived not again. And when he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges or that judge righteously. Verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. So, please, anytime you want to meditate on healing scriptures, make sure this scripture is one of them. First Peter 2.24 Because the tree that will give you more understanding. And if we study the Old Testament carefully, about the curse, talking about curse is a man who hung on the tree. So literally, we are told that Jesus was crucified, but according to what is written, he was hung on the tree. He was hung on the tree. Where God promised them that he would not allow the diseases of the world then, which was Egypt to come upon them, it was the tree who was Christ Jesus, who was cast into the waters, and the waters became sweet. It was a tree. Now Peter is telling us that Jesus bore our sins on the tree. You see, on the tree. On the tree. Because in Judaism, anyone killed, hung on the tree, was a curse of God. That person was a curse. God cursed that person. That means that person was doomed forever. He bore our sins on his own body on the tree. That we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Now you look at this powerful statement. The word were is a past tense. It's not made. It's past. She went. So the day Jesus hung on that tree, the day he carried your sins, was the same day he carried your sickness. The day he took your sins, was the same day he took your diseases. And make no mistake, let me say this prophetically and boldly. Every sickness that will ever be manufactured 
Every sickness that will ever come to this world, Jesus took all of that on himself on the cross. Hallelujah. That is why we can confidently say, by his stripes, we were healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the sickness, those that have been discovered, those that are yet to be discovered, those that the devil and his agents are yet to release upon humanity, Jesus took all of them. He took all of them upon himself. 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 The day he took your sins, that same day he took your sicknesses. Including the one the devil is planning to bring. He took all of them. Hallelujah. He took all of them. He took all of them. He took all of them. But in English, took is past tense. Is that not it? Uh -huh. If you don't know this one, you can't be an English student. <laughs> took is what? Past tense. He took. Said me, he took. He took. My sins. That same day, he took my sicknesses also. No, look, it's not a split of second. It happened simultaneously. As he was taking your sins upon himself, he took your sicknesses and diseases upon himself. As he was testing hell for you, he tasted death for you also. The same day. Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, you are free forevermore. Say me, I am free forevermore. The same day Jesus took my sins was the same day he took my sicknesses, the same day he took my diseases, the same day he took the pains in my body. So I don't have any sickness, I don't have any disease. By his rise, I am healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let anybody talk you out of this belief system. Don't let anybody talk you out. Believe that you are healed. He said, that is why in Jeremiah, the thing for this man, Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17, remember, I will restore help unto you. I will heal you of thy wounds. He was talking about the prophetic mission of Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 30 verse 17. I will restore health unto thee. I will heal thee of thy wounds. Hallelujah. You are healed in Jesus' name. I say you are healed in Jesus' name. From the crown of your head, receive your healing right now. You are healed in Jesus' name. Jesus took your sickness. He took that pain. He took that pain out of your body. Took that pain out of your hands. Took that pain out of your eyes. Took that pain out of you. No more pains. No more pains in your body. No more pains in your soul. No more pains whatsoever. Receive your healing right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me read First Peter chapter 2 verse 24 and then we will pray. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. By whose Christ ye were healed. Praise the Lord. Set me by his Christ. I am healed. By his rise, I am healed. From the crown of my head 
to the source of my faith. I am healed in the name of Jesus Christ. The pains are gone out of my body. In the name of Jesus Christ, every sickness leaves my body right now. Every disease leaves my body right now. By his Christ, I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. In the name of Jesus Christ, I receive my healing right now from the crown of my head to the source of my feet. In Jesus' precious name. And to those watching us live, I decree your healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed right now by the word of the living God. Jesus took your sickness. Jesus took your diseases. That sickness is a lie. It cannot exist in your body. That disease is a lie. Cannot exist in your body. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Be healed from the crown of your head to the source of your feet. In the name of Jesus Christ, I repeat that sickness in Jesus' name. I repeat that disease in Jesus' name. Be loosed from that infirmity. Be loosed from that sickness. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, be healed and remain healed. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this morning? Are you blessed this morning? Rest your feet with me. Lift up your voice and give him thanks. Hallelujah. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him for his word. Thank you for his word. He is the bread of life. He is that spiritual drink. As you are drinking his word, eating, you will never be sick. You will never be sick in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice and give him time. 